Oh, it's like the it's a cereal, like a bowl. Welcome to Mayday, it's a podcast not about cereal, <laughs> but it could be because no, we've got a plan. We're open I, to it. I love cereal. I love it. I'm learning all I kinds of new weird things about Justin. Like, I was thinking about this. Like, it's really hard to eat the actual serving size that is suggested no one does. on the box. I don't box. even know not a single what the serving does. size is. It's like a half cup or something goofy. That's ridiculous. And nobody right. on the planet does that. Yeah. See, all Tiny the people children. that love cereal but want to stay healthy are desperately in the aisle looking for that one that's like one cup serving. You're like, hell yeah. All right. <laughs> even then, one cup's It's not all enough. bad. It's bad for you. It's, it's terrible, but it's so delicious. I it's very disagree. Good. It's not all bad for you. Most of it's bad. For None of it is satisfying. Well, you got more than an hour and a half. Any nut Cheerios. Anyway, do they have so. cereal in Gilead? What do you think? Oh man, no, no, they. Eat I don't know. Porridge. They killed off most of the crops. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't do a lot of processed food. They, That's they true. eat a lot That's of meat. That's also true. They're yeah, very, and things uh, you can grow in your backyard. Yeah, they're yeah. very natural, except for their dry cleaning, as we discovered. <laughs> I, I would right. like to see Gilead like farms. Yeah, like, are they run by econo people? I don't know. Maybe. We haven't gotten oh, there bet. yet. And what do they, I do want to know what they grow. Like, how do they sustain themselves? I bet. But they all have cholesterol, high cholesterol, apparently. All, all the red and, meat. All the butter and the beef. Anywho. So, welcome back. Uh, this is episode four, week two. I don't know. We're just going to go by episode numbers, just not to confuse everyone. Right. I do have to apologize to a few people, because somebody called me out on this, because it was a typo on my part. Uh, I did not put in the description of the podcast that we were covering all three episodes, oh, so somebody got a little spoiler go, in the beginning. I, I changed it right away when I was made aware of it, but that is, uh, that's on me. So, clerical error. Whoops. Uh, I apologize. So, um, how are we good? How are we doing this week? How's the week been? How's everybody doing? Life is good? Solid. Sarah and Tiana are here, by the way. Yep. Hi. Pretty good. Yeah, no, I watched this episode two nights ago, and I will say that I had managed not to openly weep oh. yet this season, but it did happen last night, yeah, or the night before, whenever I, I heard this one's a tearjerker, and I say, I heard this one's a tearjerker because I didn't get to watch it this week. So this week, I'm going to play the friend that accidentally got too busy to watch <laughs> the show. So you guys are going to tell me, and I'm going to be like, Irma Gur, mm-hmm. I can't believe that happened. So that's how we're going to roll with this. this and we also, as I told... how we know the detox has been really serious. Yeah. Correct, right? For yeah, sure. no, the Handmaid's Tale detox was on point. Ooh. It was for real. Like, the, I think you guys don't even understand. Like, that I never would have happened. Clearly don't. Like, I would have, like, accidentally hurt myself trying to watch this last year. <laughs> like, stayed yeah. up to, like, some ungodly you hour. Had or it, like, playing up. on your phone while you're driving or something terrible like that. Correct. Never. I did not do that. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. as I like to say about a lot of things, it's not that serious. It's going to be okay. Not, nobody's going to die. Plus, we're, you know. Yeah, and I, I got this. I say this all the time. We're a human show. We have We have faults. It's okay. Trust me, a lot of people tell me about them on Facebook all the time. <laughs> it's kind of my favorite story. thing. I love it because I love that people are like so passionate about the show. They're like, how did you forget this? And I'm going to be like, because I'm not a robot. So, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's all good. I take it all in stride because I get it because I'm like that with some things. I don't usually throw it out on Facebook because I know people like have things to do. But, yeah, I didn't get to watch the show this week. The so I, I read some synopses uh to get the low, low down so I, I i heard it was a fantastic episode nikki watched it i didn't watch it which is like the opposite That's of life right, right? we're in a bizarre still world. wrapping my head around it uh so a couple of announcements uh you probably heard this at the beginning of the podcast because there's an ad running for it that i recorded uh we moved our podcast hosting to anchor which is awesome a because it's free which i told you at the beginning of this but um also because there's lots of awesome cool things that we're going to get to do that we couldn't do on our other place. So look forward to that. Um, if you uh, want to go check out the Anchor app, it will give you some extra features that we haven't quite started using yet, but we will down the line. 
Like if you have a uh, Apple Music account or a Spotify Premium account, we you'll get to hear music because they let you allow they allow you to use music samples from those places. And so we're gonna be looking into that because I don't know if anybody knows music. this or not. We like music, and I like music. So, give me your overall, the big picture opinion on this episode. Baptisms are creepier than usual in Gilead. Right. I find find them a little strange to begin with, but I find them downright creepy in Gilead. Um, And I'm still waiting for something horrendous to happen. Yeah, it was a bit more emotional, like I said earlier, than some of the other ones have been. So that felt familiar. Yeah, Nikki said it's her and Tiana were talking. And she, Tiana's like, I'm just waiting for something terrible to happen. And Nikki's like, everybody's got PTSD from like two seasons of like whose yeah. hand or eye or yeah. limb is getting Like every time somebody, removed. a main character walks into a room and I don't know who else is there. I'm like, oh, God. I can I can compare it to, I don't know if anybody watched Homeland. You ever watch Homeland? Sure. Show? Nope. So like Sarah will relate to this. So like the first three seasons, four seasons, uh, there were several scenes, I think in every season, where either... They would be driving away from something and it would blow up behind them or they would get to an intersection and someone would get plowed by a car. So now after those seasons where they didn't necessarily do it, every time they drive through an intersection, you're like, or if they're like driving away from something and there's vehicles behind them, you're like, oh, it's going to blow up. up." And then you're like, oh, they didn't do it. Oh, everybody survived. So I get it. I get that. Um, So one of the new features that we have on this podcast uh, that Anchor provides is you can leave us a message. Now, we, you could do this before because I had a Google Voice line, but now you can just leave it in the app. And there's a link that I'm going to put up on the on the uh, Facebook page so that you can do that. And I can just get it all in one place in the Anchor website, which makes Fancy. my life a lot easier. So um, there's also a support the show link, which is a new and interesting thing that I don't know if it's going to work or not. Maybe people like us enough to send us some money. I have no idea. If you want to, go for it. <laughs> that would be great. Green light. Free. Yeah. yeah. No, we're big fans. We're big fans of money. And, uh, you know, if you're into that thing and you like us and you want to, you know, send us some cash and I'm going to put a link up there that says, hey, you can tip us like we're baristas. It's all good. Like we're cute. baristas. Cute. That's the best. That face, that face right there doesn't say cute. I don't know. This is just odd. Is it weird? Yeah, it's a bit weird. Mm. But again, green light. Uh, <laughs> weird, but like a good weird. A good weird. Um, totally good. So, again, I forget every season, it's our third season doing this, but I, I continually am amazed by the fact that people listen to this mm-hmm. show. I will always be. Um, yep. Like when I see the numbers, because I check the thing and I'm like, oh my God, really? <laughs> it's like, people Hi. are actually enjoying it. And uh, Facebook was like, people were all about it. They were super mm-hmm. excited that we were back. And this, ah, and most of all, awesome. I know the most, the most exciting thing is that this narwhal thing has legs. No. Oh yeah, it does. Oh, no. oh yeah, it does. No. I was talking to the, uh, a couple of friends of mine that listened to the show and they were like, you know what? And one of them said, I didn't know they were real either. Thank you. Yes. No, there were and the other people. one was like, I can't believe somebody thought they weren't real. Yes. Like full spectrum. Okay. Yes. I've been thinking about that a lot too, but I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, so, you're not alone. You know, Sarah. While, <laughs> while we're on the topic, I'll go ahead and say, because I said last week the first person to post a live narwhal picture <laughs> right. on yes. our feed was going to win a copy of the Handmaid's Tale graphic <laughs> novel. So congratu- congratulations to Nicole Orozco. Now, there was some controversy because I think Nicole tried to post one and she thought it didn't post, but uh, Tiana and I know that. Facebook doesn't always do the thing that it says it's going to do, or it doesn't look like it is, but it really did. Yep. So it did. So you won, Nicole, not the other person who thought she won. She didn't win. 
take it up with me if you got some but valiant there. effort other person yes. yeah and also thank you for time stamping facebook that we can actually see what time people post <laughs> true story <laughs> that makes me happy now whether nicole really listened to the podcast or just went off the fact that i said hey there's a great norwal story at the end of this i don't really know because it, it was a quick listen but i have no proof of the other direction so nicole you're getting a copy of the handmaid's tale graphic novel <laughs> Go, Nicole. Who, you know, who is the other person? I feel like this person oh, should know. get like extra encouragement to try next time we have Well, everybody to should try. I forget what her name is. Oh. I'm a terrible person. I apologize. So <laughs> there were some great things said on Facebook. And like for real, there were so many narwhal pictures and so many people saying I had to convince my uh, my husband that they were real ha! or that I didn't think they were real either. Yay. Or somebody sent me this one that's like shows a picture of a narwhal and it's basically a unicorn in like a seal suit with the horn sticking out. <laughs> I read about <laughs> them in like. Mental Floss since last week when we had this conversation. <laughs> They're all hip so now. I read about them in Mental Floss and apparently they used to be hunted in like the 18th century for their uh, tusks, which would be cut off and presented to royalty as unicorn horns. Whoa. Interesting. So they used to be, and sad. They used to be bogus yeah. unicorn horns. And none of them are in captivity because every time people capture them and try to study them, they die. Every what? time. Really? So none are in captivity anywhere. How there you go. amazing. I think yeah. we're going to do a narwhal fun fact every week. Somebody put that one. There is none, on, none in captivity. That was one I got today. That is incredible. So interesting. Yeah, I'll send you the mental plus. Narwhal link. pictures everywhere. If you go to our Facebook page, narwhals. They are an incredible. All over the joint. Creature. Yep. Every you new inspired fact I some, learned. inspired some woman to go buy a narwhal book for her children. So <laughs> that's awesome. See, you know, good things come from my ignorance. We're doing God's work here, <laughs> or somebody's work. I don't know. Whoever's I work you think we're doing. Um, okay, Twitter. So I said I was out on Twitter. I wasn't coming back. I came back a little because I had to. Because I know there's people there. They got followers, so I had to tell them at least, "Hey, we got a show where I'm going to tell you I'm not going to talk to you anymore." <laughs> and then I talked to them a little bit. Uh, mm. I'm officially giving out my favorite tweet award. And this is ever. I don't know. Oh, Somebody's going to yeah. have to try real hard authentically to top this because I'm telling you what it is right now. I feel like now just people are just going to tweet know. at you. And like they can, this they can, just, they, it's, that's why I'm saying it. it's going to be really hard to like truly top this. So yeah. You have I, to mean I, it. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the first things I read. I think this might have been the first tweet I read when I hadn't been on Twitter in since November. Oh. Okay. Uh, this is from Rogue Pampered Chef is this person's <laughs> username. Um, it says at handmade podcast. Do you know a podcast that a fan of the show can listen to? Yours is not that. <laughs> I laughed out loud, out loud. Just... It was a real LOL. Not even one of those wow. fake ones that you send your friends when you're like, oh, it's funny. Oh, it's like reading mean tweets. Yes. Like that show. Yes. <laughs> and we do our reading mean tweets yes. on Facebook posts. We should, segment. right? We should. That no, the Facebook, pe- the Facebook people love us. Except when I'm know, sure. No, there are know, some people on Facebook that don't love us. The, they yeah. don't love when we miss little things, some of them. But most of them are like. No, there they, has been a whole thing about people looking for podcasts that are not ours for various reasons. I didn't get any of those this week. Mm, There's okay. nothing but love yeah. week one. So I don't know. Week. It could all go downhill from here. But I'm Yeah, no fair enough. Uh, so thank you, Rogue Pampered Chef. And I did reply to her. I literally said, LOL, maybe my favorite tweet ever. <laughs> You should repost I, this on Facebook. And then I told her where she could go to get not and not in a mean way. I really told no, her yeah. a podcast she could go listen to. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, a real one. Yes, a real one. I'm not gonna tell you now because the hell's the point of that. That's right? bad marketing. No. I'm not gonna do that. Um so some other great things that we had from the Facebook people. Uh, Vanessa Roberts uh, said the first time you're the first time listening to your podcast, loved it, stayed long enough for the narwhal story. Here you go. Honest confession. I thought they were fake too. Woo! Yeah, this is the one. My <laughs> kids have the narwhal book, and I thought they were fake too. Fictional characters in the book. If someone bet me they were real, I would have lost big time. See? 
Thank you. I really wish you guys could all see Sarah's face right now. I'm so happy. happy. I'm like beaming right now. Thank you. Vindicated, right? Okay. Uh, Somebody else on Twitter, Brenda Ackenbach, who is a fellow St. Louisan, which is always cool because you never know. I feel like we're like in this pit where no one listens to us even though we're here, but that's not true. No, that's Uh, that's the rest of the state. She's (laughs) truth. Except for Kansas City. It's like a black hole. That's true. That's true. It's It's like Chicago between like... Edwardsville and Chicago. It's just like <laughs> empty space. I guess Springfield we could count because it's a college town. So Illinois. hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Brenda Ackenbach said, hey, Ed Handmade Podcast, found you guys just recently after my previous episode recap podcast discontinued. I guess somebody discontinued. Although there's oh. still like six. I started to I'm say. Sure. I don't, I don't think podcast. we're hurting for. No. No. Handmade Cell Podcast. Yeah, somebody will fill that hole. She says, Woot, a non-coastal podcast, which is still a thing I don't think about very much. But apparently one of one of the few like. That aren't on a coast. So I mean, it's us. not few, but like the ones that pay money, yes, right. usually happen on coasts. Right. Uh, and she says, even better, they're Missouri, Illinois people. I assuming this means you all live in STL waves from South City. So big oh, shout out yay. to Brenda. Yeah. Yes. I, I lived there just a few years ago. Yeah. There you go. I, we are currently near. Nearish. Uh, Katie. Let's see. She is. Uh, what's her name? Kate Deshays. Welcome back. Listen to the podcast. And so I questioned last week whether, because I apparently brain farted on the whole part where Nick took June's hand to, or June took Nick's hand mm-hmm. and then went back in the room. That blanked in my head. She said that really did happen. So I believe her. <laughs> and she's, she also said, why do they have a lock down their door if she's a handmaid? Now they are at Commander Lawrence's house. So it's. Yeah. I kind of just wrote I'm it. Sorry. Commander that. Joey Lawrence. Oh, God. Um, of course. Also, lots of people. We're on the Joey Lawrence oh, train. Okay. Did anybody notice it besides you? Yes. With before you yes. said it. Before you said yes. it. So, um, the other I, podcast. I still think few and well. far between. So, one of the hosts of the other podcast that I recommended to a snarky pampered chef over there, uh, <laughs> she actually posted it before I posted it on our page. <laughs> She's talking about it. it was Joey Lawrence. So, and then somebody asked me if I when I when I thought of him, did I think of young Joey Lawrence, like from uh, Give Me a Break. Oh, yeah, Nell Carter, old school. Oh, Give Me a Break was a great show. I don't remember. Nell Carter. He was a little kid, Joey. And mm. then uh, our, our old Joey. Or older, older Joey. Old when it was Joey. like Joey and Melissa Joan Hart had a show together on the Disney Channel because they don't have anything oh. else to do. Was it called Joey? It was called Melissa and Joey or Joey and Melissa. I don't know. Somebody I think will I know. remember seeing Someone will know. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, that was like older Joey. Yeah. No, no. Um, no, I think of Blossom Joey. Well, yeah, that's, that's the classic only, Joey. That's really the only Joey I know. Plastic surgery. I do believe that Joey Lawrence Pretty is in the... plastic surgery. He what? Had a bit, he had a bit what? done. Yeah. Oh, did no. it go well? All right. Well, that's how we're going to decide our uh, our prize winner for this week. I don't have a prize yet, but next I week I'll did. figure out where you're going. First person... Oh, no, no. This is what I'm going to do. Because I got to keep it fair this week because I don't want any more time controversies. All you got to do is post your favorite picture of Joey Lawrence. If you can find proof that Joey Lawrence had plastic surgery, give me a before and after picture. That's a bonus. Hmm. But... I'm going to take all the people that uh, decide they want to do this, and next week we'll pick one at random. So throw a Joey Lawrence photo up on our feed this week, and uh, we'll do it. We'll see what we're going to win. I have an idea. We have several things in the prize mm-hmm. closet over there. Um, so we got some. Uh, let me give you an idea. I have away. some more. Uh, I have lots of stuff. Um, I have some more um, graphic novels. I have. We have stickers. Which we need to send to people. I'm super mm-hmm. excited about our stickers. Tiana made Good, stickers. I'm glad you're excited. Uh, we have some fa- a FabFit fun box that was left over from the fall. That was pretty awesome. Um, what else we got? We got some stuff from uh, Mari down in Georgia at uh, the Beehive. 
We do. Yeah, we do. We got some stuff left over from that. Yeah. Do Do we have anything for me from Mari? No, it's for the people. Oh, come on. I'm really interested in that FabFitFun box, but I Are understand. You? Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Shocker. I'm still going to try to wiggle my way into some of that Mari goods. <laughs> That's good stuff. Good she knows stuff. her shit. Beehive, Atlanta, eye. Georgia. We love them. Um, Yeah. So the social media was just blowing up this week. I was really excited. Fun. I loved, it's always fun when we throw crazy crap like, hey, post a narwhal and uh, <laughs> see what happens. Um, somebody did post something cool, which I thought about while I was watching, but we never got a chance to talk about it, which was, um, I don't remember her name because it's not Cora, whoever the other handmaid or the other Martha in Lawrence's house. Yes. Uh, she was Nick's little thing on the side when he was in Jezebel's that one time in the kitchen. Where they was were talking? She? I yep, thought that when her. they did a recap, but then I was like, no, I think she just looks kind of similar. No, that's okay, her. For I thought sure. she looked familiar too. Yeah. That's her? That's her. It really? Just, yeah, yeah, for a split second. I that thought, explains huh. why she was so like cavalier, even right. at Jezebel's, yeah. yes. where there's commanders everywhere. Right. Yeah. So huh. they were like, did you notice? I was like, I did, but I forgot. So who was Lawrence with? Jezebel's. All right. Here's the, here's the person that called me out. Kath Fisher. She said, guys, you really missed an important scene. When Lawrence orders June to remove a book from the shelf, did did you notice all the other books on the shelf around it? They're all by him. I, I did didn't not catch that. that when she was doing mm. it, but I assumed that later when she said that he wrote right. them. I was like, oh, that yeah. must have. Uh. I had thought that maybe she just knew. But then was, I was too lazy to rewind and go see. Right. Yeah, so apparently when she took Rewind, the Darwin book like off the shelf, all the rest of the books around there were his. So that was fun. Hmm. Uh, lots of people confirming that the Canadians indeed are that nice and would clap for the handmaid. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yes. And they Canada, also, I love you. They also said that we are welcome whenever we want. Again, yeah. Looking Super somebody dual hook us up with the dual citizenship, please. I did have for some... us and our children yes. and spouses. Yeah. Extended like, family. How many like, can we get? It's just, like it's like it's like just, backstage you know, passes. enough for each of our households. Right. Would be great. And don't leave out Crystal. I'm dead uh, yes. serious here. Oh, somebody Very did serious. ask Crystal's me. Crystal's probably going to need it more I've, than the rest. I forget of us. who it was. Jillian Doty asked, "Will Crystal be back?" And yes, I can confirm Crystal will be back. Yes. But, uh, life and timing. And Crystal is a busy lady who does lots of things. She's in demand. And we both have ADD, so you know things happen. And so she should be back next week. Who's getting caught up on all the shows? And so yeah. she shall return. I also cool. miss Crystal. Yeah. To, to continue will, stumping for real it. handmaids of Detroit, which someday will be made. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be made or not. Maybe on like a funnier die. That'd be a good one. Um, so last night, Nikki is a big John Oliver fan. I don't know if anybody else mm-hmm. has seen this. Did you watch it? You mm-hmm. watch it? Okay. So this week he did a big thing on the oh, Equal yeah. Rights Amendment, which is pretty outstanding. Um, and they did this whole thing on Phyllis Schlafly about why it didn't get passed initially when it was trying to get passed in the you know 70s. Uh-huh. And then they went the whole thing about all the states. Who haven't actually passed it on their own? Because there's like what thirteen or seventeen. Illinois passed it. Did they finally ratified it? There you go. Uh, Illinois has been doing some good Mm -hmm. things. I'm so excited that I'm I'm, not that far away. I know. We can run there in lieu of Canada for a short time. Illinois has been doing good stuff. I'm proud of Illinois. Exactly. And you know, I was thinking like they don't get to hear that much. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're. You know your your in laws. (laughs) I've seen their gigantic mobile command center. Oh yes, my in laws have a. So if we're in real pinch, quite a setup. Okay. A real pinch. I yeah. think that's where we're going. Are they Plus, I don't. I don't know if I can live in those close quarters with you guys, but it's better than sure. whatever that option is going to be. Pretty great. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, well, nobody. Nobody. I does, don't so. fact check you mid conversation. <laughs> well, Justin definitely does. Yeah, that. See, I fact check mid conversation all of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You, you have IMDb on speed dial. Oh, but IMDb <laughs> is the only app anyone. It's like on a top five list of apps that you need. It settles more arguments for, for me you. than anybody I've ever met in my life. It does that. I agree. And <sighs> I just... use it a lot for the same reason. Right? 
Or you but you're just like let the still listening to the flow. sentence and already on IMDb. Or Sarah, you could let look up whether narwhals are flow. real. And then and then trust your partner to correct herself if she needs to yeah, I was later. Impressed. See Good job, Sarah. Thank you. Mm. You don't need you're to fact a better person check than me, me because I will fact check myself later and feel bad and apologize. <laughs> I don't know if that's how fact checking works. Do you get the fact check yourself? Yeah. I think yeah. You I guess so. I think any good researcher does that. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, so anyway, John Oliver went into this big thing of, of course, uh, Missouri native Phyllis Schlafly. And so I know all about Phyllis Schlafly. And if you've never, if, you, if you're looking for a good time and you want to see someone who's trying to set the you know, f- female empowerment movement back, you know, not she's dead, but uh, was trying to set it back hardcore, um, go Google yourself, Phyllis Schlafly. Yes. Um, I know her either oh, that's right. granddaughter or uh, I can't remember if the person whom I know, if she was her grandmother or her grandmother's sister, but... She is a wonderful person that I know. Yeah, so, <laughs> the whole family's not bonkers. Right. Really. Just Phyllis the beer is Yeah, the, the beer is and, great. Like, maybe the a beer is fantastic. People. Yeah. yeah so the, there's, the people, there's the people in charge of the here. beer are great. And they also made a point of saying, we don't sign on for whatever Yeah, they do not nuts. co-sign those statements. But here's a fun and fact. And Kate that I know is amazing. Here's a fun fact. And now I did some research today just to verify whether this was a connection or not. But I don't think it is because there's no verified fact that she was in fact like a direct... Uh, inspiration for Serena Joy. Although, oh, if man, you're looking for someone that was frame, it lines up, especially like in the age they are in the book, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but her husband's name is Fred. I noticed. Yeah. What? Whoa. Yeah. yeah I turned around and I was like, oh my god. She yeah, was really. You, she was like a self-imposed of Fred. Yeah. Like for real. If you, uh, if anybody wants to watch some Illish Lefley clips, like Whoa. it's hard to not really get to mind. Serena Joy. It's just so Serena. Yeah. And and like in like compl- and in an old lady kind of way where like you you feel like she's gonna be sweet any moment but like no she doubles down no like, she is that was the thing like, it like to, she yeah. was hardcore like she would like say stuff like that she, she would come out and she'd go I want to thank my husband Fred for letting me be here tonight and usually I only say that because the women libbered get really mad when I say things like that so she would like totally like poke the bear yep and like all this stuff and I did read a thing today ironically where she was like gonna run for president. But then she has six children, and so all the people that are like on her side of the cause were like, well, "You're, how's that work with all the things you say and that you're going to do?" So then she yeah. couldn't. Sad face emoji. Mm. Not really. Boo-hoo. So yeah, it was crazy. So definitely check that out. It's a great, as most John Oliver things are. It is fantastically produced and researched and great. But that yeah. is a great show. Um, but yeah, no uh, direct connection from. But that whole timeline fits with when she was writing that book and when it came out. All right, so uh, once again, thank you to all our social media people and all. Just keep the narwhals coming. Next week, I don't need Joey Lawrence photos, so whatever your favorite Joey Lawrence is. Yeah, maybe he hasn't had work done. Maybe he's just super, like, manicured now. I think I don't. I know he's super tan last time I saw him. Yeah. Mm. Super tan. That doesn't been... tend to age well. There is one particular, in particular, over there's one in particular uh, Joey Lawrence that I have in my head that if someone posts it, I'll be very happy. I'm not going to say what it is. I'm going to see if somebody actually finds it. It's a jo- it's another Joey Lawrence fun fact. I feel like you at least need to write it down. Yeah. He just looked very, I think in his older years, like very plucked and shiny and shiny. Well, he's <laughs> manicured. I mean, he's a bro. Like he'd been buffed. He's totally yes, bro. He's very buffed. He's broed out. <laughs> All right. Anywho. So let's talk about this episode. Yeah. Um, so was... I'm told that we start with the baptisms of all the children and that the yes. baptisms are creepy. So yeah, tell me about this. A, tell me about how this mess. opens up. 
baptism. Yeah, which is odd. Which I th- I think the I don't know, man. Just they make everything creepy. They do. So like everybody is filing in according to their like status, status in Gilead, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you see as they're filing in, Lydia is of course at the door, mm-hmm. standing by the um the eyes who are patting down all of the handmaids that go in. Mm-hmm. Creepy. And she comments to Janine and What's the mean black handmaid's name? Oh, of Matthew. Of Matthew and June, that they get seats of honor. And so, you know, of course, infer, oh, they must, all of them have had children them. So, of Matthew has had children. And it really seems like June thinks she's going to have, like, an in with of Matthew. Like, oh, maybe she is able to be turned. Maybe she will be And she's had three, right? And yeah, of Matthew says she had three. Yeah. And first mind-blowing that you could have three and still be like a still a handmaid right somewhere in gilead must be fertile myrtle well she's pretty young mm-hmm. at least young looking you well, know I, so yeah, I think she, she's probably the same age as june i don't know i thought she looked a little younger but mm-hmm. i mean i think they're gonna keep it going until you can't go anymore that's terrible i you know for lack yeah. of a better way of putting no, it but I, you know that's kind of yeah. how they see it so yeah it was it was so weird. It was so really weird. weird. It was like they were walking into like this very honored thing, but like it's not for them. It's for the it's for the wives and the commanders. Right. It's just well, and it's a mass oh, thing, so which weird. is like you know those mass wedding that they had. Like yeah, it was last... very like the mass wedding. Yeah, except like... it didn't have that church basementy feel. No, no, <laughs> but like. Yeah, of Matthew was super interesting throughout this entire episode. But when you learn about the fact that she's had three children, you're like, ooh. So maybe maybe there's more to her. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we this can... tough exterior is just for show. Right. Like, maybe we can get some more out of her. Um, yeah, because June's trying to put her, her crew together. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Totally. Like <laughs> the uh, voiceover at the time is June talking about heist. how yeah. she's looking for allies or something. Right. Yeah. So that's. The tone is super creepy, super formal, super weird, like mass weddings, mass baptisms. Is it, just, super, oh, and is it super creepy and weird like the birthing scene from the second episode no, of the first season? No, nothing's creepier than that. No. Nothing was weirder than that. No, it's a that lot more bad. like the mass wedding. Okay. Um, so, like, it's just hyper, hyper formal. And um, Serena is noticeably missing. Like, they... <laughs> they don't shove down in the pew. Like Fred just has a nobody next to him, and then the next couple is <laughs> further away. It's yeah. very, very noticeable. And she gets a you know. So is that to not in direct like, name mention like kind when of being ostracized? Yeah. So like the minister or whomever is like praying for all of the babies mm-hmm. and making everybody pray for the babies. It's a call and response style prayer. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, he's like. And we must pray for those who are who have been taken from Gilead, oh, and yeah. like clearly wow. referencing the baby, the baby. So it was it was very weird. Poor I I want to say poor Fred, but that's not really how I feel. But you know what I mean. Like he was just there. Like yep. Well, and another that weird, happened to us. Another weird thing that happened during that scene is you hear again in um, Dune's inner monologue. She's talking about how she feels about Fred. Cause she looks up at Fred yeah, so and she's disturbing. like, I can't say that I hate him or yeah, I don't have I a I should place. hate him. I should hate him. But I also can't say that I love him. And then that it's basically it weird. Yeah. It was odd the way she described what she felt for him. I was thinking about that this week and I feel like 
they're almost pretending like they didn't have a scene at the end of last season where they beat the crap out of each other for five minutes. Like that didn't happen. It's mm-hmm. like it seemed it mean like in their position of how they are and the roles that they are in, mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like a thing that you're all of a sudden like all right, we're cool. Like, you're two guys. Like, that's how guys are. Like, we get angry, we fight, we move on, we're playing video games in 10 minutes. But I don't feel like that's the kind of relationship that they have. I don't like, think that to go from, like, slapping the crap out of each other and because punching each other. Because they don't innately, like, they aren't innately fine with each other to right. begin with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and you need tone, that to walk Even the away. tone last week when they were talking in the Yeah, when they the were parlor, talking. And I the, was like, it seems a little... It was like, a little too familiar. Yeah. Uh, not familiar. It was a little too... Um, friendly empathetic yeah definitely yeah. too friendly and like too like hey we just beat the crap of each other and you yeah. let my my kid out of here to go to canada like all of a sudden you're like still flirting with her like i know you're dumb like i get it like he's stupid we get it but he's stupid and he doesn't seem to retain like appropriate behavior levels anywhere like it's not just with june like he he is bad at judging the room <laughs> yes. well yeah before speaking about like he's like yeah he can't read a room. Um, it's not just with June, but it is especially creepy with June. All right, so give me a rundown on Aunt Lydia because I I heard one she's in a rascal. And for those of you who don't know, she a rascal, is, it's she a little is. scooter. She passes everybody walking to the church in her rascal Dude. scooter, in a little motorized wheelchair, and then somebody makes a joke about <laughs> like hell on straight wheels out of Walmart. Uh, hell on yeah. wheels. Nice. Oh, it was Funny. the it was the handmaid the that cool we handmaid. like that we can't ever remember her yeah. of name. She's the one who spoke in the grocery store with June right. across the cans. Yes. I mean, if you are, I, I know her real I know, name. I feel I so bad. We can't remember her character name. name. I feel bad. She's awesome. Uh, so, from the rundown here is what I have. Uh, Janine has a visit with Aunt Lydia, where they so, try, where she tries to be, you know, super positive Janine, and Aunt Lydia's not having any of it. Well, no, or at least uh, it's not super right, receptive to it. No, like right before that, Janine and uh, Lydia continue their weird parent-child mm-hmm. thing, right. where she's like, "What are you gonna do?" Yeah, this is at the reception. Yeah, at the um, the Putnam's house. Right after the ceremony, so like. Not everybody from the ceremony is there, obviously. That was a lot of people. That was so like all of Gilead. Only. But it was like, you know, everybody you know. So we got Gilead. our first Lady Putnam sighting. And, and we it was have, weird that handmaids were there to begin with. We have our first yeah. uh, Aunt Lydia oh, Janine and man, crossover. Commander Putnam looks so ridiculously happy walking into that baptism. Like he was grinning. You would think he just got his other arm back. Like he was so <laughs> effing happy. It looks so out of place. Yeah. And I, I had like, <laughs> like I said, the wives and other commanders all looked happy, but like he looked like he was like on glowing. drugs. That's hilarious. Well, maybe like he's ascended now that Fred is once again. Oh yeah. Falling maybe. in the ranks. Right. Maybe. So maybe they're like, maybe he's like, like kicking Fred while he's down. Like, this is great. Yeah. Fred keeps fucking things up. Right. You know he will. Uh, Okay, so run this scene down for me. Because I know from the synopsis, it's basically Janine comes in. They have the baby there. And Janine wants to hold the baby. Janine walks in. And it sounds like a bad idea. It does. (laughs) Yeah. Like, well, interestingly, so the the episode episode is organized where it's chopped up with a bunch of flashbacks. Right. So if Which we, we didn't were to talk about, yeah. 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 So if we and were to Canada. watch this scene like all the way through without all the the you know flashbacks and all the other stuff happening then yeah like they walk in Lydia's like are you gonna be a good girl or whatever right. and they have that weird thing and she's like yeah gonna be a good girl and you're like Gah. and then <laughs> you know their dynamic has always been kind of odd to us. And then she walks in well, and then Serena like, comes, yeah. and she makes an appearance, and she and June chat for a bit about, you know, 
revolutionary <laughs> things. I don't know. <laughs> they're buds now. Yeah. Oh, they're old friends. Right. Because they, the, from what I, when I read, they, they meet up in like the pool mm-hmm. area. Yeah, to, there's, like, so there's an indoor pool, like in a, in a, sunroom or and it's something. super pretty from what i hear it, it is it is really pretty um and completely deserted and so serena is in there you know having a smoke as you like do you do she does and <laughs> she does whatever the fuck she wants yeah she now. does now yeah her it's kind of Ju- great her and june are having a who gives less of a fuck contest i know it's fun and uh yeah and then june walks in and like starts having some real talk yeah mm-hmm. like kind of gently convincing serena to like get back with the cause you can do more you could start pulling Move strings the little recruitment yeah little yeah, recruitment. yeah. A, little, like, well, a little recruitment campaign because she had just talked to fred and you know kind of softened up fred to the idea of letting serena have a little more control at home yeah because so that she will love here, right? him again mm-hmm. fred's a little emo in this scene. He's, I mean, totally, he's a little emo all the time he's but totally yeah. lost without her and june picks up on that immediately and starts capitalizing on it because she's smart and so then she comes to serena all empowered and she's like well you have power and serena's like only to a point she's like move the point get it she had some good uh good lines in that scene she did and it was a cool scene it was because there was like a a wear the dress do the job or something like that yeah Yeah. Yeah. wear the dress pull the string so they wind up back in the main I don't. I don't even know what to call that room. It's a rich it's like people a si- house. Rich people oh, sitting room. Is it the yeah. giant room? It's from enormous. Last, from it's, last yeah, it's where it's the like fake off, birthing happened. Okay. It's off the floor. Um, it's a giant house. Yes, yeah, it is enormous. Now, they it's picked ridiculous. well. They picked. They clearly have yes. a taste. They clearly squatted in someone else's yes, house that was they, actually really great. Gilead House Hunters did well for them. <laughs> um. So they're back. So Serena is back in there. June is kind of hanging out outside, you know, because the handmaids aren't allowed in that room where mm. the proper people are. Right. And. This is Serena, like, easing back into speaking to people again. Like, yeah. like easing her way back into society, right? Yeah, she's mm-hmm. been gone for a little And bit. then all of a sudden, out of the blue, Janine. here comes crazy Janine, oh. wandering into the room, looking so happy and hopeful, and, like, slowly wandering in. So, like, not everybody notices mm-hmm. right away, but you can see the room notice, because it gets real quiet. When you can see June, too. Yeah, June, June is right trust. outside the room and tries to stop her, but then she gets away, and, and June doesn't, like, rush in there. She's like, oh, God, oh, God, from the outside, like, please let tell. this be okay. Glad June is staying mortified. On point, yeah. yeah. June yeah. can barely contain herself. Neither can anybody. I mean, I know, I know. You know that whole time so I was like, <gasps> I know. And then I just, like, held my breath. And now, so is this happened. the first moment where you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Something, and Tiana's like, I, I knew something bad was going mm-hmm. to happen. Yes. And it does, right? It does. It's not as bad as I expected. Same. Because when she first walks up to Lady Putnam, yep. and Lady Putnam is like, what is what is happening? And is like holding the baby a little closer. Um, and the men are like slightly stepping forward, like we might have to right. be a man, do something. Yeah. I don't I don't know what they right. think they were gonna do in that situation. Be- um, <laughs> Sarah's over there beating her chest. Yes. That's what we do internally. Um, we beat our chests. And and then she just says can I hold the, can I hold her? I just, I just want to hold her. And I see Lady Putnam, Softens. known to hate babies everywhere, yep. lets her. Yep. She's like, and God it's is like forgiving. this crazy, sweet moment mm-hmm. where she lets her hold the baby. Oh, so this is class. This, like, this is classic Bruce Miller. I bet he wrote part of this episode. This is classic Bruce where he's building you up. He's making you feel good. It's making you feel good. Oh, we've had this sweet moment. Janine's holding the baby, and you know, you know, something's about bad. That's yeah, about to well, yeah. And even right before that, she thanked June when June showed up. She's like, "Thank yeah. you for saving my I'll never my forget what you life. did. I'll never forget what you did. And you're like, 
who is this lady? Yeah, I was going to say, what? Yeah. And she's like supernatural the and Putnam's, calm with the baby. The Putnams have got some good prescriptions since last time we saw Man. them, guys. Yeah. Lady Putnam is nice. Well, and Commander they've... Putnam is happy. So we're, we're to believe that they actually had like a genuine like little turn moment there in the hospital where yeah. they had, a, I, you know, and they honestly, had a, not an epiphany, but at least softened up a Honestly, bit. I feel yes. like for Lady Putnam, like, could this have been part of last season when, you know, the the ladies are at her house, right. like for the luncheon or whatever they're yeah. doing. I don't remember. And some of them, it turns out, have anti Gilead tendencies. <laughs> and like we just learned about it right then. Like, is this maybe part of that? Has she been like swayed by? Well, she. Well, I mean, when when Serena did her deal last season, she kind of definitely backed off. After Serena went rogue and did the whole reading thing, right? But like, maybe, think, maybe th- that like inspired her. Like we can like be yeah. kind. And so I think she was she's on board. I just think people. she wasn't ready to go full reading. Yeah, <laughs> full mm. reading. you know, you know, she wasn't ready to lose Ooh. a pinky. That's yeah. for sure. Dangerous. Serena, much like June, likes to go a little rogue sometimes. Do little things like she wants to do, but well, not I mean, really that's how we wind up in Gilead. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. We wouldn't have Gilead the way it is today in the show if she did not go off and do her own thing and, like, overstep a bit. But I will say, much like June, those two have, are learning their lesson the hard way that sometimes you get to dial it down For a notch sure. and do a little more planning and involve some people before you go, you know, as silly as it sounds, reading the Bible out loud. Crazy lady. Silly. <laughs> Goof. Silly actions. All right. So then, because it's Janine and something bad needs to happen this episode, what happens? She volunteers to become their handmaid again and have a sibling for their for Angela or what what do they call the baby? Uh, Charlotte is the Charlotte. name. Charlotte? Angela is the fake name. Yeah. Charlotte's real name. Um, and so she offers to do that, and then right as she's saying that, even or no, right as she gets it out, she's like, "I can I can make a sibling for you. I yeah. I can she's, do that." And she's like, "I just want to do God's work." And she's like, "She's uh, trying to play, I mean, she's trying to play the game." No, she's heartbreakingly bit. genuine right. about she it. Is. She goes, I she just want to be with her. That's what she said. You're like, oh, God. And then right then, Lydia steps in and like savagely whips her in with, front of everyone. With the, with the, which, was it's it a like cane? A stick? Or was it, it like the thing that, was it the fringe? cattle prod? No, no, it, it's the, it's Is the, it like a retractable baton? No, it's the stick, but then it has like long leather fringe, like several oh, whips like on a, it. Oh, it's an S&M baton. Like a cat of nine tails? Is that what they call that? I think, yes. the internet will correct me if I'm wrong, but oh, I think it's somebody one knows of, that out there. It's, yeah. Tell us well, what it's called. I, well, not just what it's called, but if that's specifically the implement How fantastic is. would that be if Gilead requisitioned all of the, uh, the S&M. S&M, S&M sex toys and used them for the Amen. <laughs> for keeping uh, people in line? So she whips the hell out of her. Right. And then... And it's, it's brutal. Everybody it's, in the room. Commanders, wives, everybody is shocked. Yeah, that was like, one of the things I read. People were like, really it like, was just brutal. And you awful. can see that even the commanders in the room right. are like, like horrified. Which the, the F just happened. The article I was reading, the, re- the recap was like, it's very interesting that, like, it, it seems strange that the commanders who have, like, basically done this government-sanctioned rape program and have done all these other terrible Find things shocking. are, like, yes. seeing a woman getting beaten are like, oh, my God, I can't yeah. be. You so, know? Yeah. And you see, you see at the end, Lydia realize yeah. what has just happened and what she has done in this particular room. And it's not pretty. I yeah. found this confusing, and I, I hope you, too, or the internet will help me with this. But um, Oh, the internet's full of help. I'm sure. So at this point, Lydia realizes what she's done. There's a chill in the room, like it's awful. And she says, I'm sorry. She doesn't follow it up. 
And so at that moment, I was like, is she sorry? Is she sorry because she beat Janine, like, in front of them? Or that she let Janine get far enough to say the things that she... Like, what is she sorry I think for? She, I think in that moment, she is sorry that she did that in that room full of people because there is probably some either, like, lessening her, her power or some punishment to be had. But I think her, like, genuine emotion in that moment is, what did I just do? Like, I think while she is beating Janine, she is... Like, she is acting out her PTSD like reaction. she's not in her right mind, essentially. No, when she's, no. I don't she, think she's It's over the it. line for what, is, like, normally should occur. She is having crazy reactions because of what she has experienced. But what you need to think about, though, is, like, that is well within her job description. It is, but I think that she thinks that she loves Janine. I don't think she would have so ever done that to, to Janine if she were in her right mind. So that's the sobbing part later when we see her, which was was interesting because I knew that she felt sorry because she hurt someone that I think she has found some degree of love sure. for. Yeah, as much but as in she that can, moment probably. when she apologized to the commanders, I was thinking, well, she's doing something that's perfectly within her job description and it's moments and actions like that that uphold Gilead's laws and all mm-hmm. of that. And, and much I think, worse that, I stuff think everybody, that. all of the commanders and wives in that room on paper totally agree with what she did and would have all, would have said before they witnessed the, that that Yes, of course, that's what would happen. That is that is right. And she deserves it. But it's also one of those things where is it much like Serena getting her finger cut off? Like everybody would agree that that's the thing. But it's not necessarily a thing you do. Like it's a behind closed doors. I think that that's what I I think that. And also, you know, in the the moments leading up to her getting beaten, it's hard to not pity Janine because she so clearly is off and unstable and thinks she is trying to do God's work and just have more babies. And you see her desperation to be with her daughter. Right. And I think that's probably hard for the parents in the room to not identify with. Sure. Or the air quotes parents. <laughs> fake, fake parents. Yeah, air quotes cool. homeowners. Uh, <laughs> I'm still not over that. But yeah, I just, I found that whole scene just, it was interesting because I thought, well, what... Should she have played it differently in that she should have escorted Lydia out and then beaten her privately to uphold Gilead's thing? Like, the whole thing was just bizarre to me. It's like it's like a thing we want to happen, but we don't want to have to, like, think about it or see it. Right. But no, yeah, exactly. I feel like that's what privileged people always right. but feel, I, right? I, but like, they like, me from it. So. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, the, that it's, happens it's not there. In my I know what happens, but I don't have to see it happen. Nimbyism at its finest. It's like living in America. Um, so. Mm. The things that I have heard is that uh, Serena has some info for June about Hannah that she relays in a little yes. softening yeah. of the, you know, I'm going to play ball with you moment. So tell me about that. And that's a little bit later, too. So I feel like that's like a sign that she is taking to heart what June was saying about, you know, wear the dress. Right. Do the thing. Pull the strings. Yeah. And so what does she tell her? What is the information? Do you remember? Is it like um, a pop quiz slash recap? That would be great. <laughs> Anybody? Something Anybody? like she says a girl, like a girl her age. Would yeah, be Hannah's a, age. A girl Hannah's age would be at a school for a school for domestic arts. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, home ec forever. Right. Um, and that they play outside, and that it would be uh-huh. in this region, and that they play outside yep. at a certain time. Uh, so yeah, I think she told her exactly where the school was. She was like, since she lives, if she lives here. This is where she would go to school. Right? Oh. And they play outside after lunch. So that's a big deal, right? Because that's 
insider info yes. that only she would know. And also, also has she known this exactly. all the time? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Remember, like, she took her to Hannah's school. Yeah, I mean, she knew where she was. In that, limo I don't know. Thing. Was that? We school we still don't know if that. Before. We think that was the house because the handmaid comes out with I don't her. Remember. But I thought, or the Martha had, comes out with her. But there were yeah. several kids. It wasn't just Hannah. Was it like a nanny that oversaw? I, I thought no, the first was it, time was it just Hannah there when was she's torturing her in the car? Yeah, and in the limo scene, it's just her. They pull up. I think it's to the house. The Martha comes out with her. Oh, okay. she talks to her in the front. Or there's another Serena scene. Talks to her on there the is another. And June is locked in the car. Yeah, right. There's another so, scene though where there there's a school scene where there's like several so. of them. I don't remember what it was though. And huh. I think that was last season. Yeah. Uh, so the the alliance is being forged seemingly with June and Serena. Um. So so tell me about Canada in this episode. What happens up, up, up with the Canada's? Because we got Emily, who's you know finally called her wife at the end of the last episode, and then Luke and Luke, who kind of finally warmed to the baby, and Moira, who is trying to keep everybody kind of doing a thing and keeping all Moira's spinning all the plates. Yes, she is so keeping you know my, she as she said we're all fucked up, but she's trying to keep everybody fucked up on a normal level and keep things rolling. So <laughs> what happens here? What happens? What do we know about Canada this week? All the Canada stuff is centered around Emily. The only Luke Moira thing that you get is at the very, very end, which is, oh. Um, so, yeah, Emily goes back home, but isn't living there. She's kind of easing her way back in. Okay. And as she explains to her wife, partner. Yeah, wife. yeah I like, think they're, they're married. married. But they're I mean, married. like, they're not together they're right. they're probably yeah we don't married. we don't know if her wife has had other relationships in this right. time right somebody on facebook yeah. asked that like has she remarried has she had other yeah, relationships my, what's the situation there yeah. it's very awkward it's i i want to say no based on this episode yeah. but like you don't actually see evidence in one way or another yeah um they meet in a public place yeah and then go back to the house the, house. the, the, the wife's, wife's house, house yeah. in canada and it's during the day, so Oliver is at school. Mm. Yeah, but he's set to come home in like an hour, mm-hmm. and Emily's like, oh. And he knows she's there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she, Oliver yeah. knows she's back. Yes. Yeah, he's been warned. Or not warned. Warned. He's been I mean, told by his yeah. teacher. He's been informed of the situation. So we don't know anything in this scene yet. We don't know if mom has, or if Canada mom has, um, like. We gotta look up her name. I nope. know. Nope, I feel that's bad. her name. Canada mom. Canada mom. Commander Joy know. Lawrence, Canada mom. <laughs> Stupid Fred. We don't know if Canada mom has talked about Emily, has explained Emily's situation, has a new partner. We have no clue what's going on here. Emily feels super awkward. She even says that it's awkward. But then Canada mom's like, yeah, so, you know, like she's kind of like, of course, it's going to be awkward. But this is totally worth the awkwardness. Like, don't even think twice about it. But there doesn't seem to be any like. Oh, I've got this other person that I've been with the entire time you're gone. It's no. going to be awkward. No. no. And there weren't any pictures on the mantle or anything like that, but there's not a lot. It, it's still very uh, formal between the two of them. Okay. Um, they, they are just feeling each other out. And you can tell Emily is obviously. Still adjusting. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's awkward but nice is what I wrote down. Like it's Canada mom is Sylvia. 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 Okay, so we've got Sylvia, and then you Clea, guys. Clea Duvall, who is great. She Clea is Duvall great. is great. So then we go up to Oliver's room. He's still not home from school yet. She goes up to Oliver's room because she's like, "Does Oliver even 
remember me? And you can right. tell that she's been holding back this question forever. And then she finally says it. And then your heart breaks a little it's teeny so bit. Then you go into the room. And this is where I just started crying. I just couldn't hold it anymore. Because, like, there's pictures of him and Emily and him and Emily and Sylvia. I know. I'm going to cry just talking about it. And then you see a picture that he drew of Emily as a superhero. And then Emily kind of is like, what's that? And she's like, it's you as a superhero trying to fight your way back to us. And that is when I just broke down. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it anymore. Man. I know. It was just. And then he comes home while she's in there. I know. And then he comes home. So, again, the organization of the episode is we're cutting back to scenes. So this is not all one cohesive scene. So Mm -hmm. just when I, like, dry up about (laughs) this whole situation, then it cuts back to it. And she's – Sylvia is like, well, we need to read your book and go to bed. You know, typically doing Mm -hmm. the No, before that even, it was so – oh, man. He he walks in. He's like, hi. She goes, hi. He goes, I'm not supposed to hug you until you're ready. Oh. I was just like, oh, God. Justin, I see you I starting to tear right. up. It's terrible. Oh, man. Yeah, He's I read such a cute the, little boy. The synopsis I was reading was like, he looks like maybe her performance in this seven. scene is just incredible. And like every, like, so just all her mannerisms and all her things are like totally genuine and authentic. And oh. they said this should win her an Emmy. Yeah, yeah I, oh, I, I did, I did wonder after this scene, like, does she have kids in real life? Like, is she channeling she does, like, what I that think, would be like? I think she has one. Oh, yeah. she's yeah. brilliant in it. So good. So then they go upstairs and they're doing, you know, the bedtime thing. And mm-hmm. she, he's like, will you read to me to Emily? And she's like, yeah, of course. And so she starts reading to him and then she makes eye contact with Sylvia. And then she starts to choke up and then he takes over for her because he's, he he's, senses that she not, can't yeah, finish. Not getting it Stop it. I know, no, it's guys. It's the thing ever. I know. Jesus. You're going to cry. I am going to cry. I tell you what, we watched, uh, we're going to pause this for a second and go into a Justin crying store. Uh, we were at my parents the other day and we were just flipping through TV. We were eating dinner after dinner and hanging out and, uh, the Winnie the Pooh movie was on. That's the Ewan McGregor, the, stop it. The first 10 minutes of that movie, I will defy anyone who has a soul and a heart to watch that and not, not oh my God. Like, cause I had, I like my, the, the, Blanket I came home from from the hospital is Winnie the Pooh blanket. I used to have a big Winnie the Pooh. Like there's pictures of me like propped up against the Winnie the Pooh taking my baby pictures. So me and Winnie we go way back. Yeah, dude, yeah. I was a train wreck. Like the really? first ten minutes, I was like, "What? What are we like five minutes into this movie? I'm already like, oh my, God. My, my son's main um, comfort thing when it throughout his youngest childhood was uh, a, a small stuffed um, piglet, uh-huh. and he says that his piglet is a girl. But she doesn't like pink very much. Oh, okay. All right. But he's very attached to Piglet. No. So if you're looking for something to continue your waterworks with, yeah. Definitely if you want to follow it up that. with some more tears, and it's yeah, awesome because they're like at a picnic because like Christopher Robin's getting ready to go to boarding school, so they're having like a goodbye dinner for Christopher Robin. It's amazing. First of all, it's hilarious, but it's like like oh my God. yeah, I was a little bit of a train wreck over that. So yeah. So this, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I don't need to watch this episode. Yeah. No, you got to watch this one. All the tears. You got to watch this Feel all your feelings there. (laughs) And then um, it kind of cuts to the two of them, uh, Sylvia and Emily on the stoop. Mm -hmm. And Emily's like, oh, I got to get back to the hotel or whatever. And you're like, okay, this is still kind of weird, even though they had this tender moment uh, with their son. And then Sylvia says something like, oh, you should stay and have a beer or something like that. And she's like, yeah, I should. And then you think she's still going to leave. 
And then she doesn't. And then the scene kind of ends with the two of them on the front porch. And she grabs the beer. Like on a porch swing. Yeah. Yeah. And she grabs the beer and takes a swig. And then it pans Ah, back to something else. So A hopeful note. Yeah. It was. It was. Um, So tell me about Luke and his great plan of bringing the baby to the protest. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think we ever actually saw Luke and the baby at the protest. We just see film of it later. So you don't actually see it happen. You just see because this is correct me if I'm wrong from the article I was reading, like Serena and June see it on TV together. Right. Yeah. The like picture. Pull out an the video. Thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. it, this is like at the end of the night Super at end. the Putnam's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some um, for some reason. Alfred is still there. I'm like, yeah, why is well, she still at the yeah, house? Yeah, and so are... So hey, she, is, she's, um, she's of Joey Lawrence now. <laughs> I know, but, like, why wouldn't she just go back to Commander Lawrence's house? Like, yeah. she's just wandering well, the, around the, the van apparently has not left yet with all of the handmaids, because they all leave together. I know, but, like, all the, the handmaids are in the van. van. Is he even in this episode? Um, no. Just, no, we don't see him. Is she just free-ranging it? Is she the new free-range handmaid? He doesn't go out, so he didn't go to the... He didn't go to the baptism. He got off the hook. You don't see him once in this episode. So all the handmaids are in the van, but for some reason, Offred is not in the van. She was heading out. And then the eye comes and gets her oh. because he says, you need, I need you to see something. And he walks into this other room where another eye is with um, Serena, Serena and Fred, showing them know. a video. Mm-hmm. And I, when you, so all you can hear, like when they're walking down the hallway is like sounds, it sounds crowd like a TV sounds. and you hear yeah. crowd sounds and right. then you realize they're chanting something like it's a protest. And then I and you thought, walk into the room and Serena and Fred are there staring at an iPad with an eye and it's really weird. Yeah. Cause sudden I thought, technology again. It wasn't right? like a, it wasn't like a, and a janky Samsung tablet. I was kind of, to... I was kind of expecting it to be one of those giant TVs that they had when we were kids that are on the, the floor and like TVs? in a console that a, looks like furniture. A CRT monitor. I expected one of those. Monitor. I don't know why, but they're watching on an iPad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like at first I and, thought, oh, maybe they didn't take Chicago. Yeah. Like that's what I thought. Happened. It was like big war news or something. Maybe, yes. maybe but Nick then, got in Chicago or something. Then yeah. the reason they went, um, the reason they want her there is they want her to identify Luke. that it's Luke oh. in the video because they know it's the baby. Ah. And Serena is like tearing up. Right. And yeah. Like Serena's just so happy to see proof of life to and that she looks healthy her. and fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that was Serena's big thing is like you let you set my, my baby, baby off with a murderer. With right. Her. Like I didn't with the know watermelon okay. squasher. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't that. get that same guarantee or something like that. Right. So she is like overjoyed to see the baby. She's like, Oh, she's yeah. so big. You know, like all of her heart swells. Yeah. And right. I guess to the military of Gilead, they're like, Oh, now we know where she is. Maybe yeah. I was, I was frankly really surprised that somebody else saw this, not Fred or Serena and was like, Hey, that looks like their baby. Right. We should show that. Yeah, I was like, say, I like, don't know how they knew that to show that to like them. Because well, the baby I, is still pretty young, like six, right. five, four, yeah, three. Yeah, like babies they, look real similar. But they at that all kind of look like babies, right? But I, I know, and it's been what a month or so. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, here's my thing. I don't know because uh, who did I mention this to last week? I think we. I think you were here when I talked about it about how June dressing up in her disguise as a Martha, like, yeah. is the one thing that like kind of makes me laugh. Yeah, because we talked about it. How, how like, it's like all you gotta all do that. is have like a phone that says, "Hey, here's the handmaid that's tried to escape one, two, three, four, I don't know, five times, four times now. Hey, if you see her doing anything crazy, maybe you should dig her." No, we haven't gotten that far yet. Clearly, we got drones scouring yep. the you know the river yet. Yet we can spot a they're baby watching, that looks like they're watching every other baby CNN. in the world exactly. on their iPads. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so what do you think is going to become of that? That that that's like a bad omen thing, right? That's the, 
yeah. where they're going to try and get like, the baby like back. How, how safe do we think people are in Canada? Well, I, and this, I said this last season when, because, you know, I like to remind people things work both ways. So if there's yeah, Canada there's has spies in Gilead, then there's got to be some people from Gilead in Canada. Oh, yeah. Or at Ooh. least some like crossover of, yeah. you know, counterintelligence or people, yeah. you know, on the ground I mean, there. The U.S. is basically Russia in this situation. There you go. Sure. So it's not implausible for someone there to be sympathetic to the cause for Gilead and to, you know, be able to run down the baby. Moira is there. That Moira makes me there. feel better. It makes you feel better. I mean, I don't know that Luke would catch on real quick, so, but Moira is there. Yeah. So maybe this is the, this is the beginning of the Luke redemption arc. Maybe. Right? Maybe they're going to come for the baby and Luke is finally going to have his moment when he can protect his child when he's actually going to stop me if you've heard this one. Take care of it that and nice. make sure that the baby does not get taken. That would be nice. Like also, good for his psyche. Right? Good for Luke's psyche, yes. for sure. Like, Luke I needs a win. Luke does need a win, and people on people on social media hate Luke so much. Aww. And I make fun, I give Luke shit all I the time. I mostly just feel bad for Luke. I will say that I need the people Plus that... nice to look at. I need the people that want Luke to turn into Rambo and be, like, out in the woods training to kill everyone to stop it. Because this is... Come on. Yeah. What's I he going to do? What's not he, everybody is like that. Not seriously. everybody's instincts are great. That's not real. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't happen. You don't just like train up in the in the woods and then say, here, I'm going crossing the border. Here we go. No, that's not, that's not how life It's not how any of this works. Yeah. Also, he hasn't been through the constant um, trauma causing him to like harden in the way that like June and other handmaids have. Yeah. Like he hasn't had that like impetus to like fight or die. Right. Yeah. He hasn't um, had. He's been in than, Canada being right. treated pretty nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's been kind of out of the fight. I guess for a while, like directly impacting yeah. him. Yeah. You know, but like not necessarily by his own choice. You know, he thought right. he was going to wind up in Canada with his wife and daughter. So what's the feeling going into next week? What are, what are the, what are the threads that are going to next week's story? What are we looking at? I'm really enjoying seeing more of Canada. Yeah. Canada seems less boring than last season. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, they had yeah. to give, they had to give him something to do. This right, season. right. 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 You know, right. Especially with Emily up there. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm much more interested in those storylines. Yeah, I hope we get more into the inner workings of the counterintelligence in Canada, because clearly Holly's now at risk. Right. So I kind of I'm interested to see how that's going to go down and how early Luke can catch on to anything at all. Like you said, Moira will be there. She'll catch on to things super early. She'll sniff something out the second it becomes a thing. But, you know, Luke will be like, oh, take the family photo album or whatever, you know, and you'll be like, oh, my God. I just, I just when I was when I was switching everything over to the new the to anchor this week, I was splicing up some stuff and I ran into that part of the episode where we were talking about Luke not wanting to get in the trunk because he needed to get the photo album. And you're just like, get in the car. You don't get it. Doing. Don't yes. get it. So Luke still got that in him. And that's why he does not need uh, to be training sentimental. as Rambo. He's a lover, not a fighter. He is yeah. a lover, Clearly. not a fighter, which June's I can sympathize with. But yeah, June's well, now fighter. she is. She was not before, right? No, yeah. she wasn't. She's come the full the other direction. In these, like, that was another thing about the show, like the flashbacks back to when Hannah Anna's was being baptism. baptized. Right. Seeing June before the fall w- was so startling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's so like, warm. She speaks differently. She carries herself differently. She's yeah. just a totally different person. So and cool. it was really jarring comparing that to the June of today and to Gilead. see what the effects of the traumatic events that she's been through. Yeah, yeah, not just how she's you know lost all of her. Softness, I don't know what to call warmness. it. Yeah, like softness. Right. But also that she's become a warrior, and before she was 
so not. clearly not. Well, like, because, she could barely hold her own with her mom. Right, and that was the thing there. I know there was a flashback where they showed her mom, because they do show mm-hmm. Hannah's uh, baptism, and there was, a, I guess, a line yeah, there where the her mom said, don't use religion to make decisions for your child, uh-huh. because they do baptize her in a religious ceremony, even though they're not necessarily, like, super religious people. Right. So that was an interesting thing. Um, oh, and they end the episode with a baptism. Luke is baptizing uh, Holly yeah, right. with Moira. With yeah. Moira. Yeah, that I think that's yeah, how they the have to convince is. the priest because they're not technically her parents. <laughs> yeah, I know that was kind of sweet. I feel priest like if you're like, if you're a Canadian oh, priest yeah. of a refugee and you're like uh, whatever, man. Yes, yeah, just bring me the baby. Whatever, we're good. Baptize. God's gonna be fine. <laughs> God's cool. <laughs> I promise. Sweet. I promise. Yeah. So it I sounds hope. like a great episode. Nikki said it was her favorite one so far this season out of the four. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah stuff happened because Nikki watched the episode. Yes, I did yeah. not. I didn't. I will. Because okay. now i got to feel my feelings. you got to feel yeah. them. At least I'm warned now. Yeah. Because I'm like a greeting card crying guy. That's just me. I'm not a softie. So. I was fine before I had kids and then post-kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. A real pushover. Yeah. Yeah. So things. soft. It changes you. Huh? Oh, man. That's what I've heard anyway. Mid-pregnancy, I haven't had all one of myself, a sudden you cry like, all the time. Oh, yeah. I told you guys I cried at the end of uh, Major League because I was overjoyed. Because I forgot about that. <laughs> they... They came from behind. The chances were so small. And then they made it. And I'm just like weeping. (laughs) Six months pregnant. And Tim is like, what is happening? And I was like, they came back from behind. (laughs) Just sobbing. And it was just... They really overcame funny. the odds. I really, I was like, they shouldn't have won. But they came back and won in. There was a lot of crying at This Will Date Me picture developing commercials oh, of people yeah. <laughs> were getting their pictures developed of like weddings and playing with their children when I was pregnant. Interesting. It was I was I was a mess, guys. I cried huh. once when I saw a mailbox because what? it reminded me <laughs> wow. that I need wait, it gets worse. Because it reminded <laughs> me that when I had the babies, I should put the color balloons of their sex on our mailbox so that the neighborhood would know if they were boys or girls because I didn't know the sex going into it. So Uh-oh. I just I just start crying and he's like, What's wrong? And I'm like, We have to put the balloons on the mailbox <laughs> so that the neighbors know what the gender is. Oh my god. Oh man. So it was a fun roller coaster for everyone involved. <laughs> That's awesome. Well feel free to share on um, the social media your your tales of uh pregnancy uh, crying fits or just normal crying you right know. What, any what, reason what's the most ridiculous seemingly ridiculous thing that you've gotten emotional about <laughs> the bar is set at major league i know yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. like tim's favorite that's story worse than my code that's an I to- and i've heard that story before i totally forgot that that story <laughs> existed that's amazing I keep in it. mind i've seen major league a many times. many times right. like so many times yeah. it was like a family favorite growing up i know it's not a family movie so don't think that it wait is wait a minute um, you shouldn't show your children major. No, league. you shouldn't. Um, because there's remember there's that woman with the the owner. The, yes, the yes. owner and the to to uh, motivate the team. Yeah. They they get a naked photo of her and they basically cover it up. And every time they win, they take a piece off. I know. Yeah. They basically really get like weird. a giant cardboard cutout. It's kind of hilarious in a anyway. terrible misogynist kind of way. Yeah, it was yeah. bad, but yes. So all right, yeah. well, it sounds like a winner of an episode. Lots of highs, lots of lows, but still yeah. nothing. Uh, Super nothing made evil. Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the one thing we didn't talk about that I know happened from reading was that June launches herself onto Janine to uh, stop Lydia from. Oh yeah, beating. Yeah, up, and right? then Lydia stops. Yeah, and she yells at her like a dog. She's like, "No, no!" Yeah. Like the way that you yell at 
Right. Someone who doesn't understand. Bad Lydia. Yeah. Bad yeah. Lydia. yeah, she pra- practically was. Like, down. <laughs> down, so, Lydia. Yeah. So I, I have heard, I know, I will tell people that I'm an anti-spoilers guy. People, everybody in this room knows this because we've had multiple conversations about books. and Even though you've spoiled multiple things for me in the past. But go on. Ooh, dang. Uh, we'll get that. I don't know what we're talking about, but I'm sure it happened. Just because I don't remember it doesn't mean it did. ADD's a thing. Um, no, see, I just forgot what I was talking about. Uh, oh, that we're going to get a Lydia backstory. Like, everyone's been clamoring for yeah, a Lydia backstory yeah. for, like, two seasons. They're like, I don't care what you give me. Just give me a Lydia backstory. Apparently, it's coming along with a Nick backstory, too. Ooh. So, yeah. I think we're going to get Can some of that. we already get kind of a Nick backstory? Nah, we got a little bit of a Nick backstory. But I, maybe we'll get some stuff about his brother. The brother's the big thing, okay. right? Yeah. Like, I guess he, his brother, drugs or alcohol. Maybe or we'll both. learn about how he got to be so bad with women. Hmm. Well... You know. I sensed the Lydia backstory was coming because of the right. sobbing scene. I was like, yeah. okay, we're going to find out more about it. Right. Her. And well, last season you had that whole scene where she talks to June and about mm-hmm. how her, I guess her sister's baby died, but it wasn't her fault. It mm-hmm. wasn't my fault. And there was that whole weird moment where you're like, oh, there's a little shot yep. inside the brain of uh, Lydia. So I look forward to that just because she's amazing. Yeah. She's incredible. Uh, oh, so. also. Oh, yes. Handmade that we really like and wish was in more scenes, but we can never remember the Nina name Fiari. of. Huh? What's her name? Character name. The character name. I you forgot. already forgot. I, I did. I looked it up during the episode. It's Alma. Of forgettable handmaid. Alma, like A L M A. Alma. Yeah. Oh, that was my it's a nice. What's name. her of name? Do we know? I do not, not matter. I do not know. I don't yeah, know if we Alma. even know what commander I've, she's. I've never off heard with. of another do we know? Alma. I don't. I, outside of my grandmother. Your grandma's name was Alma. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. It's a good night. So that's a, I, yeah. I that's one of those like old timey names you could bring back. Like yep. Amelia. Mm-hmm. Like there's some Amelias rolling around now. Those are pretty cool. Amelia's a great She name. was a really great lady. Yeah. My friend has a couple of old-timey named girls, and they're adorable. I feel like we need some Helens. We need some Helens back in the world. I know um, a girl named Ruth. Oh, I know Ruth's an a good Iris. One. Mm-hmm. I like that. Iris, I like that. That's a good one. Lots of Noras. I don't know that Nora's an old name. No. I know an Elsie. Elsie. Yes, my like sister's that. friend has an Elsie. Elsa, I got an Elsa. I know lots of Ellas. Ellas was a like big thing like about five years ago. Well, sure. Because of Frozen. Which, by the way, there's a new Frozen trailer this week I for you. I saw that. I heard that. I haven't Disney seen it, people. but I heard. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I like the first one, so I'm super excited. Yeah. Uh, anything else about this week's episode before we wind down into what will probably be bonus content about whatever I spoiled for Deanna? Oh, I don't know I'm if super I could list them off. Oh, there's more than one? There was more than one. I don't know if I could list them off right now. All right. Well, because, anyway, you know. real quick. So, uh, your your action items this week. Joey Lawrence photos. If you want to enter the contest for this week, prize to be determined. It's in that room over there. It's about 40 feet away. I just have that it. That you're pointing at, but nobody yeah, I'm can pointing. see it. Nobody can see it, but you can. So you know what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll figure out what that's going to be. I'll post it. Um, I'm going to post the link to where you can send us voice messages that we can include on the podcast, which is going to be super awesome. So do that if you have uh, thoughts, opinions, questions, comments. You know, you want to make sure that we know that we missed something. Yay. Or you can ask out loud or if there's a podcast that you should listen to. You know, we'll give you advice. Whatever. We're open. We're good people. So uh, that's at Handmade Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. All right, and Twitter. you can leave us a thing on the actual podcast now, right? What do you mean? The link Isn't in that the a part of the anchor deal? Podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do yeah. that. I got to put that link out there. That's what I was saying. You can leave us a voice. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It'll be cool Whoop. and we can include it. So look for all that. Oh, and you can also send us money if you want to, like if you're into that kind of thing. And you can and yeah. feel free. Wouldn't say no to feel that. free if you want to put in the notes, not for Justin. Or like if you want to mm-hmm. earmark it for somebody, I'm, gl- I'm happy <laughs> Crystal and Sarah are going to be rolling it in. I'm happy to direct the funds to whatever member of of the show. Narwhal sympathizers. There you go. 
Narwhals for life. <laughs> yeah, keep the narwhal photos coming, narwhal stories. Uh, you're, Any cool narwhal facts? Because every fact about narwhals is cool. The most ridiculous thing you've cried about. There's lots of things you can do this week, so we're super excited. But uh, I'll watch. Really ne- I promise I'll watch this things. episode, and I'll watch next week's episode, because that's kind of what we're supposed to do on the show, and I apologize. Yeah. But you guys did great, and uh, thank you for carrying the load this week. We as do you your do job. every week. Do your job, man. So anyway, okay, so spoilers, here we go. Bonus content. Ha- uh, thanks for joining us if you're going to cut out, but now we're going to talk about apparently things I've spoiled for I don't Tiana. know that I can remember the names of things. None of them? Didn't it's happen. It's been a while. If it did, oh, you totally can't remember, happened. it didn't happen. She can't remember. Totally happened. I should didn't text her. Are you a spoilers person? I know we've talked about this, but like... I just accepted that spoilers no. are a thing because I'm always late to stuff. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, so like there's several... Because I don't know what's happening until my friends tell me about right. it. I spoil stuff to my classes all the time. Do you really? Oh yeah, they get nuts about so, it. So like on, on, on <laughs> Facebook, great. there's a bajillion Handmaid's Tale groups. And I've, I've joined a lot of them just to kind of keep up with who's out there and what's going on and to throw our info out there. And it's kind of funny to see the militancy of the, hey, no don't spoil... Yeah. Here's what you can talk about here. Serious. People are for real. Like, there's one group where like you can only talk about political stuff on Saturday, and uh, if, what? No, I swear to God, that's political. It's political Friday or Saturday. I'm gonna make it fun of it because whatever. It's your group. You do what you do. Right. Wear what that you seems dig. Hard I don't to care. Enforce. All yeah. I know is it's that so political. I don't have time for that. So you guys so can talk political. about whatever the hell you want. I'll just delete it if I don't want to read it. So I have that magic, you know, that that, that ability, and I'll use it. But I haven't had to do that. I mean, really, really we all do. Because usually it's not too long before you're on our page and you kind of know what you're getting from us. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. me. I feel um, like it's pretty out there. Yeah. So I haven't had any troll problems in a long time. Not that I'm asking well, for any. now you're yeah. asking for it. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not asking for any. So, you know, if you're out there and you're thinking mm, about it, that's fine. Happen. Don't worry. I haven't done a good, like, troll hunt in a long time, but I'm really good. Maybe the lady you gave the recommendation to is, like, going to be the one. Hey. Like I said, we're a human show. Everybody out there, you don't like our show, go. There's lots of other podcasts, True like story. six, I think, or True seven. But, yes, Pampered oh. Chef Lady. <laughs> Nothing but love. Although my reaction on one of my one of the books in my classroom one time, I was going around my classroom at the end of the day, like putting stuff away, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. I don't normally do that, but that day I, I decided to. You don't normally put things away. <laughs> no. Usually I have the kids do it. There you go. Um, but anyway, so I'm just kind of walking around and kind of taking stuff out and putting stuff into their, like, tubs and all this. And I see on the dictionary, on the, the page part, like the top part mm-hmm. where all the pages are. Oh, like the ends of the page? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. My last name and then sucks. <laughs> just started laughing. I was like, how is this not funny? How is it not funny? Uh, Did you leave it? Oh, of course. (laughs) It's in my classroom right now. So if my last name were Smith, it just said Smith sucks. And I was like, all right. See, and that's how I feel when I get, do you know a podcast for fans of this show? Because yours is not one of them. I was like, that's amazing. Because like, again, and I think it's a generational thing. Like, I would never go out of my way for even something I tell somebody else they suck. Like to go, hey, you suck. Here's yeah. why. It's <laughs> totally generational. I, yeah, like I get it, and I think I think that the generation that is doing all that now, I think they're a little more comfortable with it. Like I think sure. they just kind of roll with it. They're not as affected by it, and I'm not necessarily like offended. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to know why she thinks that because that's me. 
Because I want to know. But we're not going to change. Yeah, but like, yeah, no. Oh, this show is <laughs> this what is not it, an at this point for us. This show is what it is. <laughs> we are what we are. Right. It's it not was never going to be any other way. No. There's, there's it was, no. It was not, always going to hiding. It was always going to devolve to what it is. Right here, <laughs> which is Justin didn't watch the episode this <laughs> week. Hope you guys started did. Out higher. Let's go. Uh, Especially when Tiana walked in, I was like, I heard this week's episode was great, and she was like, What? <laughs> what like, did you do? Didn't watch it. Oh, one more fun criticism story of, of like, mean tweets. Um, mm-hmm. One time, so I'm in my class, and I'm with my co-teaching partner, who I love and have a great... Or she no longer does teach with me, but at the time, we had had a great run together, and um, it was the last year we were together, and this kid raised his hand, and he's got a book, and in the back, he goes... And he said my maiden name. He goes, who's Miss... You know, whatever my maiden was. Let's say Jones. Like, who's Miss Jones? And I was like... Why? Because <laughs> it's been enough years that no one in that room would know what my right. name was, yep. except for my co-teaching partner. And I go, why? And he goes, because in the back of this book it says, who hates Miss Jones? And there's like five checks underneath it. And I was like, oh my God. And me and my partner just started dying That's laughing. great. And then, did you tell the kids? Yeah, no, I totally yeah. told them because it was like it was a fun class. Yeah. That's good awesome. Chemistry. It was the type of class that could handle that type of information. That's funny. because you know my p- partner is laughing, I'm laughing, and I'm like, that's why you not me. right. And you it was just so funny. You should have done like a whole thing where you're like, yeah, that lady, she used to teach here. And she was really kind of <laughs> she a was jerk. The worst. Did you know anybody that had her? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was, that reminds me of uh, an offshoot tangentially of. Uh, is that a word? Tangentially? I don't sure. know. Tangent? Yes. It yes, is that is a word. Uh, did anybody ever read the book Miss Nelson is Missing when they were a kid? No. I told Dickie about this book. And so It, it sounds familiar, but I don't know. So think essentially it. what happens is this, there's a teacher, and it's like first grade or something ridiculous. Um, and the kids hate her. Hate the teacher, even though she's like super nice and she's not a terrible teacher. So she leaves and acts like she has to go on a trip, but she secretly disguises herself as like this horrible teacher. <laughs> like substitutes, what? yes, and comes back as that, and like disguises herself, and is like familiar. super mean to the kids to make them see this is what a super <laughs> sucky teacher is really like. So then, when she comes back at the she, end, she's like, "Oh, the kids are like, oh my god, you're back, we love you." Yeah, Miss wow. Nelson is missing. You can wow. find. It. I saw it at the bookstore. The I feel day. like my child should read that. Yeah, Just no, like yeah. appreciate yeah. adults god, a little more. Familiar. I mean, it's no pokey little puppy, but you know, right? It's oh my god, pokey little puppy's my jam. That's my guy right there. Wow. Okay. Love me some Pokey Love Puppy. That was my favorite little golden book. I was just going to say, I, I read little golden books to the Now, what do you read? What are, what are the kids jamming to these days? Well, so the, the golden binding books, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. So on the back, it advertises the old ones, like mm-hmm. Pokey Little Puppy. And I'm like, oh, I remember that. Um, but the book that it actually is, is a Paw Patrol birthday thing. Because... They love Paw Patrol, so we read a lot of Paw Patrol books. Oh, Paw Patrol. I thought you said Paw Patrol. I was like, who's Paw Patrol? Mm-mm. I was no. thought, like, maybe the Paw Trolls Patrol. movie. Paw, Paw Patrol. Patrol. Right. I heard that's a big thing. Kids like the Paw Patrol. Yeah, they, they do enjoy used it. to love the Paw Patrol. Yeah. yeah. But all the other books are pretty classic. Um, I didn't think I would like Dada by Jimmy Fallon, and I love it. Yeah, it's I saw great. that story the other day. Yeah, I thought it was going to be dumb, and I was like, oh, this is goofy. And then my sister gave it to me as a gift, and the boys love it, and we love reading it with them because they can't read. What was your what, what book did you like when you were a kid? Uh, I don't know about early childhood. Well, there was a book called The Little House when mm-hmm. I was not old enough to read, and it was about this house that was in a like a country setting. And then the city it was kind of about uh, 
like urban sprawl, like sort or not. Or like, I heard about this book. Yes, yes. Yeah. The illustrations, first of all, are beautiful. But so the city kind of comes around the house. Right. They're building these huge buildings around the little house, and the little house stays there, but it gets all like dingy and dirty, and there's all these buildings and cars, and then. They put it on a, basically, the story is they put it on, like, a trailer, the house. And move it. And then move it back out to the country so it can be a little house again. And I loved that book, and I don't know why. But the illustrations were really incredible. So I couldn't read. So I was like, oh. Um, also, The Biggest Sandwich Ever. Never heard of that. I don't know this either. Oh. Man. I mean, I don't know. All kinds of new kids' books. But then when I was old enough to read, I loved Number of the Stars. I was really into that book for many years. And I was infatuated with Denmark. Don't know why. <laughs> and then I don't know I was like seven and then another big book for my childhood was The Secret Garden I was obsessed oh, with The Secret Garden man like, I remember the like Hallmark TV movie adaptation mm-hmm. of The Secret Garden saw all that's a creepy thing at the beginning where I she know. like thinks I the house is haunted that. and like the well even like the whole plague like taking out everybody man Ooh. that's a heavy beginning of that have you never read it or seen it Secret uh, Garden no, I guess not. It's, oh, yeah. spoiler alert. It's a little spooky. The beginning Thanks, of it Justin. is super heavy. Yeah. Because, like, it's, is it the Black Plague? It's some it's some European plague. Yeah, I don't remember, but it it's leaves her kind of... I don't remember. Orphan? Well, because her parents, their parents and then, die, and they have to go live with the aunt and uncle or but, somebody. But they are really rich, but it's, like, kind yeah. of this cavernous house where the little and girl... I, were they in India? Yes, because they were colonized. So they're they're in, they're from England, and they're in, in in India. And I think there's a plague in India that yes, they so are because at the beginning of the takes out some of the colonizers. Bonus, but because <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the TV movie, I remember that they are like burning everything yeah. because they're just trying to make sure that whatever has this thing on it is you know because they have to throw her doll mm-hmm. in the fire mm-hmm. or they want to. Another I don't favorite, yeah, one of my childhood favorite books involves somebody being really sick and they had to burn all their belongings. Oh, do tell. Weird. Velveteen Rabbit. Oh, never read it. I'm sorry oh, I had it read to I still me, have but... my childhood copy. Yeah? That's good. I mean, it's sad, but it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of my favorites. I wish they had had Sandra Boynton when I was growing up, because she... <laughs> yes, those are great. the best. I was a pocket for corduroy kind of guy. I liked oh, pocket sure. for corduroy. Corduroy's pretty great. Madeline. I didn't do Madeline. Books. No. You guys had much more quaint favorite childhood books that yeah, I were you, yeah were you like the Grimm's fairy tales like my favorite like the book real, the as real... a child my parents started reading to me when I was mm, I want to say four or five um they started reading me the original version of um the Wizard of Oz yeah and I loved it I was terrified but oh. I loved it say, it was great was I had a lot of nightmares but I made them read it over and over again um and I just kept trying to invent uh Ruby slippers for myself out of found things. <laughs> like this went on for years. Wow. <laughs> I just I would get like a pair of athletic slippers and try to figure out how to make them look like Ruby slippers and wear them around the house all the time. <laughs> I really, really, really loved that story. I wanted to be Superman. But it was the original one. So like there are extra good. like creepy things and like extra terrors like on the way to uh, the Emerald City. Mm-hmm. Now now the demise of the Wicked Witch is much more gruesome than it is in the... Is there scary roller skating clown guys like in Return to Oz? Have you uh, seen that movie? No. you never seen Return to Oz? I, don't know I know I've, I've seen, seen Return to Oz, but I don't think through. I remember it. I think I've only seen Return to Oz once. Caruza Balk's in that, for those of you keeping yeah. score. Yeah. She plays Dorothy in that version. Yeah. And it is 
super weird. Uh, Faruza Ball could not play like not a crazy version, version weird of Dorothy. Yeah. Right? No, it was super strange. Like she's not necessarily weird, but the whole like it's dialed up to eleven. <laughs> no, no, I mean her, the way she plays Dorothy. Oh, I mean she's oh, not like completely out there. Not yes. the actress. Herself. The actress is weird. Yeah. Right. In yes. a very interesting way. Yes, yeah. very much so. Um, but yeah, it's 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 super strange. There's dudes that have, are like on stilts that have wheels that they roll around oh, on. I remember this now. And there's a disembodied yeah. head thing. Yeah. And never into that. So in, in the original Wizard of Oz, there's these like, I can't remember what they're called. These things that like, they look like part of the landscape. They uh-huh. look like squash boulders, but then like they pop up and have like these weird fuzzy bodies and legs but no arms and weird faces and like the mushroom guys in Mario Brothers? <sighs> I mean they kind of now you're speaking my look language. like right? that but way uglier. Oh, okay. Well. So do you guys remember the animated version of Alice in Wonderland? I remember uh, the original Disney movie one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Where the cat stripes come off the cat. Yes. Right, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That gave me so many nightmares. Like it was very you psychedelic. Don't even understand. <laughs> I, Lots like, of nightmares. The, yes, the animated version. Yeah, I feel like what I'm getting is like acid is not for you. No, no, drugs no. are bad. Okay. I always knew. I never tried it because I always knew. I'm like my brain chemistry feels yeah. a little no acid bit or mushrooms fragile. for Sarah. I Mm-mm. feel like that's why I haven't done them either. Really? Oh, no, I, I yeah, knew. you I should not. Like, no. If I ever did that, I knew that it would go horribly, horribly wrong for me. Right. Because just watching those shows gave me nightmares. I my mom took me to see um what's that Disney movie where they're all trippy and it's music the whole time? Oh, Fantasia. Fantasia. I love Fantasia. So well meaning, my mom. And I, I was love a brat it. to her. We know your tales from the dark side over there. We get it. Oh, it's but, not dark. Holy crap, I had it's some not bad dark. Fantasia is not so that dark. Night on so Bald dark. Mountain is not dark. It's not that dark. I had so okay. many nightmares it's about not, Fantasia. How it's is a this mountain th- full of demons. How it's is crazy. this that much worse than every other Disney movie that opens with the parents dying? I'm not saying Sometimes that. Sometimes horrible deaths. But for some reason, those movies didn't give me traumatic nightmares and Fantasia did. There's like some redemption there. That one's just like creepy and weird. Oh, and no words. I the love music. Fantasia oh, yeah. all the time. There's more than one Fantasia. Yeah, there's too. like Fantasia 2000. Oh there's my a, gosh. Yeah, there's a whole thing. No. I have Again, the original my, and I have Fantasia 2000. My mom was so well meaning taking them. me and I was like, Mom, ah, and I freaked out on oh, her Oh man, me and my grandma used to watch those together. They were great. This explains your your <sighs> book collection so <laughs> much. But they're so good. I did have a Greek myths book growing up. Oh, Ooh, yeah, good I stuff. Loved, nice. But it was very dark. Yeah, those are the dark, pretty gruesome. Yeah, yeah. like well, well, I mean, it was for kids, but it's still kind of told like the oh boat, yeah, you know the dark. Yeah. Even the friendly versions of Greek mythology is still oh, yeah. a lot. Yes, we've well, tried to find it because again, the artwork was incredible. Oh, I have a copy that's it's like from the seventies though, and it has like borders on it, and the borders are really intricate, and ep- I mean. Mm-hmm. The best. Yeah. But remember, like, the what do they call it? Like, the dark boat man who comes and, like, he's oh, on a boat. Oh, the River Sticks guy? Yeah. Yeah. And he comes and takes you. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked some dark stuff yeah. when I was growing up because I love that not Greek just mythology me. book. Right. But, dang. It's not like I'm the only kid that enjoyed these things growing up. Right. True. You just seem to embrace Also, my grandma was just, like, always oh, yeah. giving me scary things. She really? Was, she's That's very into scary things. She okay. only read horror and thrillers. Your mom's for mom most or your dad's mom? My mom's mom. Okay. Is your mom into scary things, or did, um, is it one my of those mom things has where... to read like forever for work, so oh, she just yes. doesn't get to read a lot for for pleasure? Um, right. Not because she doesn't want to. I know she wants to read more, but she has to read so much for right. work. Uh, now, is it one of those things where like Nikki and Sarah, where like they teach and use their brains all day, so when they come home, they just want to watch Point Break or Fast and the Furious? It's so hard. No, my mom comes home or, and does paperwork. Like Yikes. Nikki comes home and watches 
the dodo. You know the dodo? Anybody know the dodo? Nope. So the dodo started out, I think, is like a, a social media deal, but um, it's all like animal videos and mm. uh, animal oh, stories. Yes, I, I have seen that. it on Facebook. And they yeah. have they now have a show on Animal Planet called Dodo Heroes, which is a really oh, good cool. show. Um, where they like follow it's people follow that Facebook, like do yeah. rather extraordinary animal things. Like there was one that there's this lady that lives somewhere in uh, the Asian part where there's elephants. Um, in the Asian I forget what her name. She's in. She's either from England or she's from America, but she lives there, uh, and she has like an uh, elephant sanctuary. Wow! And it's really cool. cool. And I she goes out and elephants. rescues all these elephants because, like, in over there, they use them as like labor. Like the people that are uh-huh. in the villages, like, still use them to do like manual labor tasks for you know. Are these like remote villages? Like, mm-hmm. what do the villages yeah. do once the elephants are gone? Well, I don't know. She convinces them to get rid of them and send them to her. Well, fingers crossed they don't thing. use kids. Right. No, no, there didn't seem to be any of that. It just seemed to be, I guess, figured out when your elephant's gone. And then, like, you know, they run into some of them where it's like this elephant is, like, so old it really can't do anything anymore. And so this shit's taken. But it's really good. So, Dodo Heroes, Animal Planet. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, you still don't, don't know, know anything that here. I spoiled for you. Oh, so I'm not like I'm so I'm sitting su- here thinking about it. I'm super. I will remember rand- at random times and text you. I'm super bitchy about spoilers. I apologize. I'm not like uh, on certain things. Like Nikki is one who can like read the last five pages of the book to figure out what happens at the end and then still read the whole book. I can do that too. Absolutely, I not. can't do that. No, zero percent. Well, I can if it's been long enough that I'm not dies. really thinking about it. Like but, I need there to be like a good amount of time. Like, like I found out what happened at the end of some famous shows. What did you just... I just took a picture of that oh, meme tweet. Oh, nice. <laughs> I had to. I think it's funny. Um, I feel like you need to post that on Facebook. I know. Um, post the tweet on Facebook. Yes. Because we're only we're doing Facebook now. Well, I replied to some things on Twitter. Maybe I know I'll, you did, I'll but you're going to stop, right? I am going to stop. See, I'm never going so. back there ever again. Sure. Uh, no, I had like the end of Breaking Bad, the end of Sopranos, things like that. Oh, I think you might have done the Sopranos. Oh, really? That might have been you. Oh, I feel like there's a statute of limitations on that. That was like yeah. 10 years ago. We were friends 10 years ago, Justin. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Anyway, so some of these like epic shows have been ruined for me. But like as long as there is a really big buffer between like when it's ruined for me and when I'm actually watching it, because late to the game on everything, I'm fine. Right. What are you late to the game on right now? Anything good? Um. Well, I mentioned last week I randomly stopped watching... Breaking Bad because like it was, it. it was very good, <laughs> so but like it after really after a little bit, Sir, it was just like I feel like I felt like the se- the shows were essentially up. the same over and over again there for a little bit. So no, kinda, I lost a little interest. It's it different. No, There's just friend, I don't have a lot of time. You gotta get in there, Mike. Mike, it's way better. Uh, you guys don't even know. Yeah, well, I mean, I note. believe you that it gets great, but and the, and I just don't know that I have the satisfying. patience to get there. The director, or creator, or whatever, had so much creative control over this show, and so the ending is so satisfying and so good. You need to do mm-hmm. it. I might need a little bit of that after Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. on that note, we're not, we're not king. We're not, we're not going into Game <laughs> of Thrones. Ending. We're not talking about it. Thank you for joining us and staying around for the bonus content. Of us meandering the various topics. Oh, it's a bonus. (laughs) If you stayed the song, we really do love you. We do. And we love you. For real. You're the best. All right. So we'll talk to you next week. Bye.